This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid, nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter. When I and tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, well... It is a total dog and pony show. What a joke. And also, what a disgrace when we see President Biden going down to the border saying it's time to have a secure border. I thought, what planet has he been on the last three plus years when close to 10 million people have crossed our border? And to suddenly see him there today with Alejandro, the impeached Alejandro Mayorkas, it really was a remarkable moment. And I felt like it was two alternate universes. I've been down there at the border a number of times, and you have all seen the images of what it looks like at the border. You just have to look any given day. There are thousands of people crossing our southern border in different locations. The hotspots now seem to be Arizona and also California, especially San Diego, where they're just overflowing. They're just blatantly saying they're doing mass releases. It's a frightening situation. So in the middle of all of this, guess what happens? Biden goes down and he wants us to basically all have amnesia, to forget about the last three years and to pretend like he had nothing to do with the crisis that he's now trying to pretend that he's putting out. That's like an arsonist showing up at the fire and saying, oh God, why is it ablaze? Maybe I can help you. And you're like, no, 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 no. You already did enough damage. That's how I feel it was today watching the president of the United States who has put this country and utter peril. What are your thoughts when you saw President Biden down there? And what a contrast it was between him and President Trump. I firmly believe President Trump went down there because he wanted to go down there. He wanted to see the border. He's been down there many times. And obviously you could see the response that he got from people in the community. It was like they were happy to see him. They were appreciative. They were dreaming of yesteryear, hoping that he comes back again to bring more security back to the border. Because, boy, they need it desperately right now. We all need it in this country. Because an open border is not just dangerous for Texas. It's dangerous for America and it's dangerous for the world. And you could also see the respect that President Trump was getting from the Border Patrol agents. They were all very happy to see him. They were embracing him. And he was sharp as a tack, interacting. He also did an interview on Fox News tonight. So he was very, very quippy. You could just see he was alert. He was intent. He was appreciative. 
And they were also talking about the efforts that they're doing there on the border in Texas, where they put up the razor wire and they put up the containers and did all these different things that are actually working. Because guess what? That's part of the reason. That's basically all of the reason that now the migrants that are crossing are getting the word, "Uh uh-oh, there's razor wire here. There's barriers here. So you want to move along a little more now to Arizona or California to put the word out. In other words, Texas isn't a free-for-all like it used to be. And that's not because of President Biden. That's because of Texas Governor Abbott, who has been fighting with this administration tooth and nail. And so they were planning on also starting, literally within a matter of hours, they were planning on starting a new policy where they would be able to arrest people coming into Texas and just have the authority that if you cross illegally into the state of Texas, you could be charged with a state crime. And it would give them the authority to arrest them and put those individuals behind bars. And guess what happened? President Biden, who's pretending like he is trying to fix the border for the first time in three plus years after unlike irrevocable damage that he has done. Think about 10 million people being let loose into this country. A number of them, bad people that are committing crimes and some really heinous ones at that. Well, now he's trying to pretend like, oh, we're trying to fix things. And yet at the same time, they are suing Governor Abbott. And a little bit ago, a judge ruled that Abbott doesn't have the authority to arrest people. So he can still keep up some of these barriers that he has, but he can't do that. I mean, what that speaks volumes. If you really want to protect the homeland, you don't fight the governor that's right there on the front lines that's trying to protect you. Give me a break. Every action and everything that this president has done has been detrimental to the security of America when it comes to the southern border. And yet he wants us all to think, oh, well, he really does care because he showed up for the second time in his presidency. The first time he showed up, remember, for a few hours And at that time, it was in El Paso, and they kind of cleaned up the streets. Well, today, he was in Brownsville, where, guess what? The location they picked for him to go visit, there only happened to be about 40 people that have crossed in the last few days. 46, to be exact, in a few days' span. And in the same location where Trump went, which was a few hours away in a different location, he went to Eagle Pass, which we talk about a lot. Guess how many went there in a few days? Over 2,000 people. So you can just see Joe Biden, oh, I'll take the easy place. And then he was hobbling along. I mean, his message was weak. His protection of America is weak. And he looked physically weak. And having a secure border is critical for the world. This is amazing. Just a few minutes ago, Governor Abbott of Texas made this comment. This is really interesting. I did not know this. I'm not surprised to hear this. But he said that our border is basically the most perilous place on earth. Take a listen. Moments ago, President Trump said uh, that he thinks that the the border now uh, is the most dangerous in the world. Someone who agrees with him, who typically doesn't, is the United Nations. The The United Nations declared the border between the United States and Mexico under Joe Biden as the deadliest border crossing in the entire world. The deadliest border crossing in the entire world. Think about that. And think about all the other places in the world where there's some pretty darn dangerous borders. You could think of some of the others. I can think of uh, borders there, uh, maybe even with, you know, Belarus and Ukraine. 
There's a couple places that I would think can, would be very dangerous spots in the world. North and South Korea. I mean, the list could go on and on and on. Uh, but yet, they're saying that our southern border is the most dangerous in the world. Think about that. That is a stunning, stunning comment given all the hotspots that exist around the globe. And I'm not surprised because think of how many people have come through, how many fentanyl tablets have been coming through, how many people that have been human trafficked or sex trafficked that have been coming through. We know for a fact that over 10 million people so far have come on under President Biden and it keeps coming and coming and coming. So today, here is President Trump, who was at the border, and this is what he said a little bit ago, because under him, the border was safe, it was secure, it was the lowest amount in 45 years. And yet when Joe Biden took over, he erased all of Trump's executive orders, all of his policies, and left us wide open to danger. Take a listen. But this is a Joe Biden, this is a Biden invasion over the past three years. I call him Crooked Joe because he's crooked. He's a terrible president, the worst president our country's ever had, uh, probably the most incompetent president we've ever had. But it's uh, allowing thousands and thousands of people to come in from China, Iran, Yemen, the Congo, Syria, and a lot of other nations. It's allowing a lot of them to come through. And yet, if you listen to President Biden... I couldn't believe that he made this statement at the border, again, just all smoke and mirrors. Folks, it's time to act. It's long past time to act. I just received a briefing from the Border Patrol at the border, as well as immigration and enforcement, asylum officers, and they're all doing incredible work under really tough conditions, really tough conditions. They told me what, they, what you already know and we already know. They desperately need more resources. Say it again, they desperately need more resources, need more agents, more officers, more judges, more equipment in order to secure our border. Folks, it's time for us to move on this. We can't wait any longer. That is an amazing comment. How dare he? How dare he after what he has done to our border and how vulnerable he has left us and still to this moment leaves us. And yet he's saying it's long past time to act. What kind of alternate universe is this president in? And that is such an insult to the American people. And it would be funny if it wasn't such a serious, you know, darn right deadly issue. When you think about how many people have crossed our border, how many killers like the killer of Lake and Riley, the girl in Georgia, the nursing student, the beloved nursing student who just went out for a jog and the guy, a repeat offender who was able to stay in this country. How many more are there in this country? There's already a whole bunch more based on some of the new numbers that are coming out. Boy, are we in trouble. And this president wants us to think, oh, he had nothing to do with it. He has directly had everything to do with it in terms of changing all the policies and refusing to now even acknowledge to this moment that he has done anything wrong or has Mayorkas. He hasn't said anything either. I'm glad they've impeached him. I wish that the Republicans were in charge of the Senate because then they could remove him too as well. And I would think of a whole bunch of other people right after that. And it's such an insult because if you just go back, Biden has a problem because what you say these days is on videotape. 
Biden has a problem because what you say in a debate, everybody remembers. And boy, what a contrast he's saying today, only because the polls are tanking and immigration and border. That is the number one concern in America. Hands down, every single place. Basically, that is number one. And yet, listen to Biden in a debate in 2019. This is in the primary debate. And boy, he sure sounds like he's doing a different tune then. Vice President Biden, you opposed sanctuary cities as a presidential candidate in 2007. Where do you stand now? Should undocumented immigrants arrested by local police be turned over to immigration officials? No. No, they shouldn't be turned over. No. Now I'm running for president and I'm trying to coddle the very far, far progressives or regressives in my party and I'll do anything to win. And that's the new state, I guess, of this president. And he revealed himself in 2019. So we're certainly not going to believe him after the actions that he's taken since that time. And then finally today, it's time to act, but they bear no responsibility. You just put a big neon sign and said, come one, come all. And even if you committed a crime, we're not going to turn you over to ICE. It is right there. He has said that kind of statement over and over again. And what a far cry this Democratic Party is from the Bill Clinton Democratic Party, because it reminded me, Bill Clinton, 1995, State of the Union. He's then president of the United States, again, a Democrat. But listen to him and listen to the way he saw uh, unlawful immigration. He saw open borders. He saw these problems. He at least said this is a major issue. Boy, I wish we had somebody like that now speaking from the White House. Take a listen. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. And we just heard more from Bill Clinton in his State of the Union address. And I remember when he said that. I, we all, everybody was shaking their heads going, yeah, that's correct. What a far cry this Democratic Party is from the Bill Clinton days. We need Bill Clinton, that style. That is what you need, not this Mars talk from Pluto, because that's the kind of planet that our current president is on. He is not thinking of this planet and this country's security. 1-800-848-9222, and I'll take your calls when we come back. The Rita Cosby Show.
Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And the Biden border visit, I think, was a downright disgrace. And I think a middle finger to America. It was shameful. He gave the middle finger just like those migrants who uh, got let out, remember, after they beat up the cops. Remember the one who was, like, giving the finger to uh, the media? Um, Thank you. That's how I felt today when I saw Biden down there. And, of course, Alejandro Mayorkas, who spewed this hogwash. DHS will continue to enforce the law and work to secure our borders. Work to secure our borders. Is there anybody there who actually believes that that's the case, that they're doing that? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Andrew, line one. Andrew, your thoughts. Yes, Karina, the Remain in Mexico policy, Biden could have simply reinstated that. He removed it. And like you said, it's not funny. It would be funny, but because people are dying from fentanyl, child sex trafficking. And also, when you play Clinton, he referred to the congresswoman retired. Her speech was excellent on the Senate floor. And she said traditionally that African-Americans, due to discrimination, work lower wages, jobs like hotel staff. And she said when illegal immigrants flood over, they took over jobs that traditionally African-Americans held. So it has to be measured. Like my wife's an immigrant, your parents, you were in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, right? With your parents. Is that where you're from, Brooklyn? I'm a Garrison right? Beach gal. Garrison oh, Beach. Cool. Yeah. Because I'm working in Bed-Stuy. I like it. But anyway, like immigration overall is good, but needs to be controlled. And people, like I think I told you before, the government, our government even knows my wife's parents they have photos in our file in of her um parents their occupations their address so you know what you You hit it on the head andrew because she came in legally so she provided all that information and thank you too for talking about my parents because i'm first generation american it took my parents years they had to have a sponsor they had to pass the tests uh, I think it was about five, six years till they actually became citizens. They did it the right way. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Rita Cosby.
Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And this Back the Blue segment is sponsored by GoyaCares.com because you are a precious gift from God. Be sure to check out Goya Cares because they do so much to combat human trafficking and helping those who have been trafficked across our border and other borders across the globe. Uh, Definitely check out GoyaCares.com. And this powerful story is coming from Tampa, Florida, where a five-year-old autistic girl was miraculously rescued by Florida deputies using infrared technology after she wandered into swampy woodlands. It happened shortly after 5 o'clock on Monday of this week, and the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office Aviation Unit was called to help with a missing persons report. The missing persons was a five-year-old little girl who had wandered away from her Florida home. Using amazing thermal imaging technology, the aviation unit was able to locate and miraculously rescue the five-year-old autistic girl in under an hour. Thermal camera footage showed the little girl walking through the swampy wooded area, leading deputies to her location. Now, the sheriff there said, quote, the deputy's quick action saved the day, turning powerful tragedy into hopeful reunion. After that, their dedication shows what service and protection are all about here in this office and in this community. The rescue footage shows the touching moment that the deputies finally found the child as one of the deputies screamed out, oh, there she is. The deputies then further beckoned her over to them saying, come here, come here. The deputy then led the group and they reached out his arms and said, please come here, little girl, please come here. We're going to want to get you out of the water. And she came running over. What a beautiful, incredible story. The deputies also checked her out to make sure that she has no injuries. The little girl was found incredibly to be in good health. And the deputy is heard on the video saying, we were looking for you, sweetheart. And getting back in response, a big, big smile from the little five-year-old girl. What a powerful and beautiful story and just shows the incredible work of our men and women in blue. Well, we are talking about the border because, boy, do we need as much law enforcement as possible. And they are outmanned, they're outgunned when you see how well-armed these cartels are. And these cartels are ruthless, and they're making so much money. They are booming in business like never before, and that is thanks to President Biden. And today, of course, we saw Trump go down there, we saw Biden go down here. And this is what President Trump had to say, because... He said, it is clear who is coming into our country, that there is so much migrant crime. Obviously, the case of Lake and Riley, there have been some other really horrific murders also, like the Lake and Riley case, but several of them that have taken place. And President Trump says it is obvious what has gone wrong. There's a total breakdown at our southern border, and he knows where to point the finger. They'll say something a thousand. The the border is great. The border is closed. And they'll say it a thousand different times. And some people are going to believe it. I think that's probably the hardest thing that they've got to do because they have destroyed this border. 
and they're in the process of destroying our country. We're allowing people in our country that we shouldn't have. In. We are allowing an extraordinarily group, tough group of people into our country. When you have prisons and jails and mental institutions being emptied out, not just in South America, all over the world, all over the world they're being emptied out. You can check your prison population throughout the world, and it's all coming into our country. And, in fact, Venezuela has been bragging about how much safer the country is because so many of the bad folks are just moving up north. Isn't that great that they say, come one, come all, go to America, they'll take care of you. Here, here you go. Just keep going north. No problem. Free housing, free health care, free food. The list goes on and on and on. And President Trump made another vow today saying that when he gets back in office, he will do one thing immediately. Nearly 10 million unvetted illegal immigrants. We don't know where there are. Many are given court dates seven, eight years down the road. They're never showing up for those court dates. Now, you've talked about deportation. How do we identify them, identify where they are, find them and deport them? And is that your promise to the American people? Well, absolutely. And you have no choice because this is not sustainable. The cities are going bad. The cities, the country, the whole place is going bad. You know, every state is really a border state. Every state is a border state. And he is going to identify and remove illegal migrants. He says that he will do the biggest mass deportation ever in American history because we have the biggest amount of illegal border encounters and migrants crossing into our country in American history. And while President Trump is talking about security, what would a visit from President Biden be going down to the border but to talk about climate change. Here it is. The idea there's no such thing as climate change. I love that, man. I love some of my Neanderthal friends uh, who still think there's no climate change. So Biden is talking about climate change. Trump is talking about how they are emptying out the prisons and how serious and horrible the crime is as a result of our wide open borders. You see the images. I see the images. It's clear what is happening There are so many cases of migrant crimes in this country. And Biden wants to talk about climate change. What an insult. What a disgrace. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Norm. Line one. Norm, your thoughts. Yeah, my thoughts. Hi, Rita. My my thoughts are as after three years and uh, anywhere from seven to 10 million illegal immigrants entering the country, now he shows up at the border. Uh, asking for more money. Uh, I just, uh, you know, and and basically they want the money to process more illegal aliens to come into this country. There's nothing about shutting the border. Did he say anything about shutting the border? Did he say anything about keeping these people out? No. No, no. He just said, oh, we have to act. And, And you know what, Norm, you hit it on the head. He just wants more babysitters. And I don't say that to disparage the Border Patrol agents because they want to do their job. Mm -hmm. But they're directed and and they're, you know, they're rolling their eyes back in their heads because they're Mm -hmm. thinking just like you're thinking, uh, we don't want to be processors. We don't want to get more of them in the country. We want to protect the border. They know how serious of an issue it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you make of the fact that you're, you're right? It's like priorities are so out of whack. Yeah. What bothers me is that the media is not covering 
the effects of the illegal aliens. And I'm not talking about the 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 the, the, the insane things about about uh, this poor woman down in Georgia who got murdered. And uh, but what they're not showing is just the amounts of like tattooed up on the face young men just appearing here um, with bags of food, which we're paying for and uh, brand new Air Jordans looking in their iPhones, you know, um, going, I don't know where, well, I know they're going to all these hotels that they built all up here in Brooklyn for them. You know, I, it, 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 it just galls me. You know, I just, uh, this is not what America's about. And, uh, especially I resent have being, being somebody that has to pay for all this stuff. And, uh, and by the know, way, I'm, and by the way, we are all paying the price. I mean, not just financially, Norm, and I know you know this, yeah. but, but you're right. It's costing, first of all, it is costing a tremendous amount of money. They're saying like in New York, it's going to be over 10 billion over four years. Right. So there's an enormous amount just as that as an example, but we're all paying the price. If you suddenly have 10 million people and you have no idea and just, you know, even if you just say, well, okay, maybe uh, a few percentages are really bad people that are coming from a Venezuelan prison or a prison in El Salvador, wherever it is, right? right. Um, wherever it is, that that's still a lot of people when you're looking at 10 million. So that that's we're all going to pay the price. And that's what, you know, what scares me, Norm. Obviously, what's already happened, I think, is very chilling. But what's scary to me is that we will really feel the results and the repercussions of Biden's mm-hmm. open border. Because even if Trump wants to deport them all, how are you going to find them all, Norm? I mean, honestly, how, mm-hmm. I mean, he can he can get, I do believe he'll try his best. And he said tonight that he was going to have local police work and crack down, let them mm-hmm. do their jobs and then be able to report these people to ICE and then ICE will remove them. But that's, that is a lot of work and you're never going to find all 10 million. You know that. How, how are you going to track them down? Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe we're all going to have to uh, when they when they get all the criminals and thieves and, and pimps and all this stuff into this country. Maybe it's time for us to move into Venezuela. <laughs> yeah. By the way, they have more oil, and at least they're letting you drill there. <laughs> I'll give them credit Correct. for that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> at least you can drill, baby, drill in Venezuela, Norm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Thanks so much, my friend. Great to hear from you. Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Phil, your thoughts. Good evening, Rita. Thanks for having me on. Always. Uh, okay, here's the deal. Uh, I realized something, that there are laws within within the immigration system that, that have not been followed. I know that. Biden is just cavalier about it. He doesn't care. However, there are certain fed, federal laws on the books where a group of people suspect of having a serious contagious disease, suspect, mind you, not necessarily evident, up front, they can be detained and re- and sent back or put in a facility at the point of entry. There are supposed to be, according to what I've seen in the government uh, files, that there is a there is a mandate where a nearby facility must care for any illegals that come across the border or anyone that comes across the border who is physically ill on severe suspicion alone and have at least a seven to 10 day minimum commitment where they can be examined. And if they are ill, they are returned back to the country in which they came, i.e. Mexico. I hear what you're saying, Phil, that yes, um, they could be sent back. But again, and, and you 
You are spot on. There are laws on the books that say that there are other laws, too, that could also justify detaining people and deporting them. The problem is this president seems to very often turn a blind eye to laws. I mean, a whole different topic, but it goes to the defiance of laws. The Supreme Court said to President Biden, you can't forgive student loans. You can't do that. That's that's not you. This mass, you know, forgiveness of loans is suddenly putting, you know, the pressure on so many other Americans who have to cover it, that one group can't cover the other. And that this mass sort of uh, loan forgiveness or i.e. buying votes from young people, because that's really what it's about from President Biden, can't be done. He didn't care. He just kept doing it. And he's still doing it. He just did another like batch of it last week. So this administration doesn't seem to care about the laws. They only go after the laws that they don't like, like Texas's laws I just brought up at the top. I mean, if you want to secure the border, then they'll go after you like Texas. They're like scolding Texas and driving Texas. They're like hoping that they can bog Abbott down with like uh, legal bankruptcy. You know, everything he does, they try to sue him every single turn. They try to sue him. You know, he tries to put a buoys, they sue him. He puts up the razor wire, they sue him. He says, I'm going to start arresting people that are coming at least into Texas because I can have control of my own state. Uh Uh-uh, sorry. I mean, it it is astounding. So this president has defied so many laws, including the one you mentioned, and he just doesn't seem to care. And that's so sad. And Americans need to care because you bring up some great points. Phil, thank you. As always, let's go to Robert in Brooklyn. On line four, Robert, go ahead, Robert. Hi, Rita. Thank you for taking my call. So um, what I I wanted to mention is, you know, I'm going to disagree a little bit with you and even Norm, because first of all, it's, you know, it's obviously the Democrats are horrible with the immigration, but the Republicans, many of the Republicans have also been really, really bad with the immigration. How so? Specifically, well, look, you know, it's been Trump who was really against the illegal immigration. You know, when Trump was president, when he first took office, you know, he controlled the Republican House and Republican Senate. But the rhinos wouldn't even give him the money to build a wall. He had to get it from the military. He ultimately couldn't do it through the United States. He had to get Mexico to secure the border because our country is so terrible. The Republicans and the Democrats are so horrible. Trump is the only guy who really cares, and that's why He's the one, him and Rudy and Jay Sixer, they're the ones who are being persecuted. That's one point. I mean, you have to go back all the way to Eisenhower with wet back. You had a couple of presidents, Trump and Eisenhower, really cared. Even Reagan gave in in the amnesty. By the way, but by the way, and, is, and Robert, I'll, I'll give you your second point. But, but on your first point, you're, you're correct. You're right, because there are a lot of people within the Republican Party that have been fighting President Trump tooth and nail on the border wall, he only, you know, he got, I think it was 500 miles done, but that's obviously not completed, and he wants to build the wall. The irony is, right now, for the first time in American history, there's a majority of people that want the wall. And that also includes some Democrats and independents, because they're seeing how bad it is. And they're also seeing not only how bad the border is, but that the wall works. But you are correct, because there were some people, and look, we saw it just recently, Robert, that new bill that was uh, about, you know, in the works in the Senate side, the, quote, border bill. The border bill was allowing for 5,000 people to illegally cross every single day into America to codify it and make it legal. Are you kidding me? That's a ridiculous, 
ridiculous amount. Robert, do me a favor. Stay with us. I'm going to go to a break, and I'm going to continue with you because I know I owe you your second point, and we're going to do it after the break. 1-800-848-9222. Robert, stay in with us, and the rest of you, too. We're going to continue this really important discussion because there's nothing more important than protecting the homeland here on The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show. This is The Rita Cosby Show. Come back on the Rita Cosby show in the next hour. We'll continue talking about Biden's bungling border visit and what a contrast it was to President Trump. Also, more details tied to Lakin Riley's horrific murder and also the soft on crime politicians in Athens, Georgia, which you could contend are very much a part of the problem. Also, tomorrow, there's going to be a hearing in the Fannie Willis case, and the judge may decide tomorrow whether or not to dismiss Fannie Willis as the DA in Fulton County, Georgia. That's the one with the big RICO case against President Trump. So what do you think should happen? I think the judge should say, see ya to Fannie and her lover. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go back to Robert in Brooklyn. Robert, uh, thank you for being patient. You said you have a second thank point. You. Thank you. Well, well, well even though, you know, you know, it's very important with these politicians, not what they say, it's what they do. You know, they're talking about the, and then they, they, about the country, they're securing the border, and then they're doing the opposite. But I just want to remind everyone, it's very important that we have a Republican Senate and a Republican House, because Donald Trump, President Trump, can't even appoint, like, Rudy Giuliani to be Attorney General or a good person to head of Homeland Security, unless the Senate confirms his appointment, his nominations. He has to have Republican Senate. So even though I attack a lot of these Republicans, they still would desperately need a Republican Senate and a Republican House. It's in the primaries that we need to try to get real sincere Republicans, MAGA people, who are sincere about enforcing the border. But once they're already in the general election, we have to vote Republican because he, Trump has to be able to appoint people who are going to enforce the border. If you don't have a Republican Senate, then what is Trump going to do? He can't appoint anybody. Yeah, so that's by the way, important. that's a great point. And, and you know what also, Robert, in addition to that, you see right now there's a Democratic Senate, as you know. So Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, has been impeached in the House because it's GOP-led by that narrow, narrow margin. But yet there's no way he's ever going to be removed because, you know, the Democrats are going to vote in lockstep. Um, also, some new news tonight, too. Congressman Mark Green, who is the big chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, a very powerful committee uh, in Tennessee. He said he was going to retire, and it just came out that after pressure that apparently he got from uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn in Tennessee and President Trump, he decided not to retire. That just came out. So the Republicans are starting to figure out that it's important to have the math 
and have the numbers. And it looks like President Trump, uh, Robert, uh, real quick, um, behind scenes, it looks like he's trying to put pressure to keep as many Republicans there that he knows he can count on as possible, that American people can count on. Your thoughts? Well, it could be that's maybe why Trump is even campaigning a little bit in New York, because that could be the swing in the House. You don't want to be in peace all the time. I mean... By the way, uh, and also not only that, uh, you also want to have, you're right, maybe some of it's also for his own self-protection, but he also, imagine if he has Republican House, Republican Senate, but also has people who truly care about the border and America's interests. Wow, wow, wow.